When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Guys, cold turkey might be great on sandwiches, but there's a better way to break your bad habits. We're not talking about some weird mind voodoo from your crazy neighbor or some goopy, Gwynethy crystals and jade eggs up your you-know-what type stuff. We're talking about our sponsor, Fume, and they look at the problem in a different way. Not everything in a bad habit is wrong, so instead of a drastic, uncomfortable change, why not just remove the bad from your habit? Fume is an innovative, award-nominated device that does just that. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses all-natural, delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, Fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habit easy. Your Fume comes with an adjustable airflow dial and is designed with movable parts and magnets for fidgeting, giving your fingers a lot to do, which is helpful for de-stressing and anxiety while breaking your habit. Cho, tell them what you think about it. Dude, I was blown away the first time I tried it. It was a lot more flavorful than I thought it would be. It was super fresh. I was just like, oh, my God. Like, oh, this is orange, so this will taste like orange. And I was like, I've been lied to by candy companies before. But by God, it tasted like orange. It was amazing. It made breathing a luxury. Then when I put it down, I was like, what is this? And it was just regular oxygen. And I realized that, like, regular oxygen ain't it. Mm -hmm. Hitting the fume, that's what's going on. It's also Mm -hmm. super well-weighted. It's perfectly balanced. It's great to fidget with. And then I get to suck a little luxurious orange-flavored oxygen with it. It's beautiful. The real wood and the shape, it looks like like the steering wheel from a rapper's video. You know what I mean? Stopping is something that we all put off because it's hard, but switching to fume is easy, enjoyable, and even fun. Fume has served over 100,000 customers and has thousands of success stories, and there's no reason that can't be you. Join Fume in accelerating humanity's breakup from destructive habits by picking up the journey pack today. Head to tryfume.com and use code POA to save 10% off when you get the journey pack today. That's tryfume.com and use code POA to save an additional 10% off your order today. Head to tryfume.com slash POA and use code POA to save an additional 10% off your order today. Suck that luxurious air, baby. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Every Plate. Budgeting food expenses for the back to school season? 
Get more bang for your bite with every plate. America's best value meal kit. It's 25% less than grocery shopping. Get started for just $1.49 per meal with the promo code 49POA at everyplate.com slash podcast. That's everyplate.com slash podcast with the promo code 49POA to get started for $1.49 a meal. I love that stuff. It does hit. It hits Speaking so of what, hard. Speaking of what hits, airheads. Y'all hit. Here we are. We're back. We're here in the virtual airstream studios. Um, yeah, fixing to do the thing. I thought because we're going into Barbie number three, mm-hmm. and you let me know earlier you still got a tremendous amount of notes. I thought it might be uh, wise this week to just start with Barbie, just go straight into Barbie. I'm for that. If we get a whole damn hour out of it, then so be it. And if we don't, I got a couple of things that I was going to mention, but I can easily save those. So, uh, I mean, you know, unless you got something else like how your day's going or how the weather is or some shit like that. Well, the weather's Barbie whenever you want to. The The weather's what? The weather sucks. How hot is it in LA? Real hot. Real, real hot. Dude. I don't know exactly, but I mean, mid to high 90s, I'd say, is what it got up to today. And it'll Uh. get hotter. Dude, you know, like I'm addicted to my walks and I have to get, you know, my amount of steps in every, every day. And it's been a genuine struggle this week with the humidity. Like my balls are just basically stapled through sweat to my leg and it don't hit. I would like to say this, uh, and this is a, a an apology and I have to preface my Barbie number three with this. On the last episode, I did go back and listen. Hadn't done that in a long time, but I was like, I want to make sure that I don't repeat myself. I had mentioned that I was going to have watched Barbie by the time that we did this episode, but we had to call an audible because we needed to record on a different day. So I did not do that. I apologize. Uh, if y'all want me to, I'll watch it and talk about it next week, but we may have had enough Barbie after this week but i where we left off trey we were talking about jack ryan and you and i were discussing how yeah man you know we know that mattel screwed you out of all this shit but like just ride off into the sunset you know what i'm saying well apparently he maybe didn't uh hang on to all his castle and moat money because Mm. By the end of this lawsuit, which again, he won, but by the end of this lawsuit, before they paid out, he had gone from living in that moat to living in a $400 a month apartment. He was uh, living in the moat? That's an unorthodox choice. <laughs> Down there with his alligators and whatnot. My bad. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but like I said, he eventually he won the lawsuit, starts doing coke, blah, blah. That's where we left off. But this around this is around the time that I would argue the most famous Barbie uh, comes to be. What's the most, like when you think of Barbie, what's the most famous Barbie? Malibu Barbie. That's right. It's inarguably Malibu Barbie. And this changes how Barbie would be seen forever. This was a, this, you know, this is the seventies, right? This is beach culture. Like the California was on the map for like their, you know, beach blanket, bingo, beach boys, antics and shit. And the main change on this Barbie was what, what do you think the main design change was design change like to yeah. her body? Yeah. What'd they do to her different to make her the Malibu Barbie? I don't know. I didn't know they'd ever change Barbie until people started bitching about how, uh, you know, thin she was or whatever. Uh, 
they made her more tan, my friend. This was a ah. darker Barbie. Of course, not a black Barbie. That wouldn't come till mm. later, and I'm sure didn't hit for anybody on the board. But no, they actually made her tan. Uh, and this this is how much of a cultural icon Barbie was. This actually led to an increase in people getting a tan. There were more people going to the beaches. There were more people actually using fake tanners and stuff like that. We're talking like 900%, you know, increase because Barbie, like Barbie, the whole catchphrase for the Malibu Barbie is this was like, everyone looks better with a little sun on them. You know what I mean? And what's funny about how, how much Barbie influences the culture. So like, not only are people going to the beach more to get tan not only are people using fake tanners more because of barbie but a positive thing came out of this uh was that it was around this time coincidentally that scientists truly discovered how bad uv rays were for people you know what yeah. i mean like, this actually started a conversation in the zeitgeist i really i mean i because yeah. i thought i feel like people weren't given the first fried fuck about the danger of uv rays until like i don't know the last 20 years or something you know what i mean, oh, I mean right. we when i was in high school dude tanning beds were still huge you know like oh. I, I guess i knew people knew of it but i didn't you said it started a conversation i didn't know anybody cared to have that conversation until relatively recently <laughs> i thought oh, they're like i'll oh, fuck it then tan hit shut up I should back up. It started a conversation in the scientific community. But mm. you, know, you know that just because scientists warn you about something, it doesn't mean that the population heeds that advice. You know no, what I'm saying? Quite, uh, quite the opposite, in fact, many times. <laughs> Very much the opposite. But that was the uh, uh, that was when it was first brought up. Like, hey guys, uh, UV rays. Like, it might be it might be cancer. And you know, like, dude, like you you think like now like with our knowledge now you're like how the fuck would you not know that getting extremely burnt could be bad for you but like 15 years before malibu barbie doctors were literally blowing smoke rings into a woman's snatch when she was given birth you know what mm -hmm. i mean and like yeah did yeah that i mean I, like i you know um I do got to say, it's like, it's one of the things like, you know, fucking everything gives you cancer. You know what I mean? At some right. point. And it's like, cause it is a pretty big bummer that like, you know, the same thing that gives all life to this whole planet, yeah. like there would be no life on earth if not for the sun. So it's like, it's like thinking water is bad. Obviously you can drown in water. You know what I mean? And you but can like, drink too much of it when you take yeah, at one at out. one time, but water ain't going to give you cancer. You know what I mean? It's kind of like that, water giving you cancer. The fact that the sun gives you cancer. Yeah. It is kind of a bummer. Cause like, dude, people used to, you know, we was always outside unless you had right. a cave. If you ain't have a cave. You was going to be outside, you know? Well, dude, this actually, I, I don't, and we may get off topic here for a second, but I'm totally cool with it. This reminds me of a Louis C.K. bit where he was talking about how he don't think that we're from here because yeah. of that. And like, I've been thinking about that a lot recently with like all the allergies that we have, the fact that the sun gives you cancer and all these things. And I'm like, yeah, it doesn't really seem like this is our original ecosystem. And now with like all the alien talk, I'm starting to put two and two together and go, okay, what if we were, what if we are the aliens? Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, right. a long time ago, 
this place was uninhabited and aliens came and dropped people off and then the yeah. master race fucked off and they're coming back to get us because like wouldn't that explain why the sun gives us cancer yeah perhaps there's a there's a word for that uh yeah i, I thought that was right i looked it up to make sure that's called panspermia that's what that's okay. called what? panspermia is the hypothesis that life uh uh, life on earth derives from um, some sort of seeds of extraterrestrial origin, like that earth was seeded by aliens uh, with life and, or, you know, or with humans or whatever, like that's a, and I don't mean it's like a, it ain't a theory in the way that the theory of relativity is a theory. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like right. generally, it's just like something that some people have said, you know, what could be a thing. And other right. people are like, yeah, that could be a thing, I guess. Hell, why not? You know, not like we know shit. Speaking of the theory of rev relativity, why is it that things, once they become like accepted, why we still call them theories? Like it should just be relativity. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that, I don't know. I'm going to talk about my ass, you know, which obviously we never do around here, but I think that like, uh, it, you know, it could still be modified, uh, a dent, you know, uh, altered in some way in the future. We're not, it's not like we've cracked physics entirely. Sure. Like, um, you know, like he kind of upended a lot of Newtonian physics, right. That could happen to Einstein in the future, but it's like, this is the best we explanation got. we, we currently have. And it's like, we all generally accept this is the way things work. But I guess like we cannot say with 100% certainty that this is the way of things and therefore it's still a theory. I don't know yeah. if that's actually why, though. That just... No, that's it. That's it for sure. But like I like it just it's a really big bummer because I feel like there's so many things in the world that that should be accepted as good. But wordplay ends up screwing them over because like they have bad PR to them. Like, like it should have never been like when it got called global warming, as soon as that happened, it was like one, we get one bad winter day and everybody goes, what do you right. mean? Yeah. I thought it was supposed to be warm. Global what now? Exactly. Yeah. So Feels it's like pretty cold to me, Al Gore. Yeah. Right. So it should have just been climate change from the jump, because if mm -hmm. you just go with climate change, you don't get any of the pushback from the warming shit. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I just called it weather fucked. Right. This whole and goddamn not, planet's getting weather fucked and it's only going to get worse. And I'm only going to stay on, on politics for two seconds. But like the same with like defund the police when most of those people. Oh, that's terrible. But when most of those people, what they actually meant was we need to allocate those funds to something different and get more training for the police. But when you just run around going defund the police, why yeah. the fuck? How do you not expect someone to think yeah. that you mean take all their fucking money away? Yeah, no, that was I always thought that was a misstep from the very from from jump. As soon as I yeah, heard right. that that was becoming like the slogan, I was like, well, that's, that is not a good slogan. Like that's like, right. we need another one. Cause that shit ain't gonna, that's not gonna exactly. fly for obvious reasons. You know? So to me, same thing with the theory of evolution and the theory of relativity. It's like, let's just call it relativity and let's just start saying that evolution's real because like we dude, it is, you know what I mean? But when you call it a theory, you give certain people the ability to go, well, I mean, it's only a fucking theory. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, yes, but I don't think those people at this point, I mean, maybe if it had never been called a theory right. at all, then maybe. But now if they were just like, you know what? These ain't theories. This is the facts of relativity. That's what we call right. this. They'd be like, sure. 
Seems yeah, awful right. convenient, huh? That now all of a sudden it's facts. Okay. <laughs> Open your eyes, you know. Fucking that's what would happen. Speaking of eyes, Trey, Malibu Barbie was also the first Barbie that's eyes were facing forward. Did you know that? What? What was she doing before? Like a little side eye? Like a yeah. wink Pre- or something? Or Yes. Previous iterations of Barbie had her like doing, mm. you know, this yeah. gimmick. Right? I would say the come hither look. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, Uncle Tim told me, by the way, my Uncle Tim, who is gay, if you've been around for any amount of time in the extended universe, you're very aware of that. Old gay Uncle Tim, love him to death. He told me last night that he um, he found an old picture of him on Christmas Day when he was probably, I don't know, eight, nine-ish or something, and he's like beaming with his brand new Malibu Ken doll <laughs> that he had asked for and gotten. And he was like, he said, when he told my pa, like when he asked, or, you know, my papa asked him, you know, for Malibu Kendall, he was like, well, you want one of them for, you know? And he's like, well, I got all these GI Joes. He's like, I don't really see how it's any different. And he was like, okay. And Uncle they're Tim said, need he's like, somebody to butt fuck when they're on port call. You know what yeah, I mean? He was, Uncle Tim said, he was like, I said, I don't see how they're any different. And he was like, okay, then he was like, and then Uncle Tim goes, but I know he was thinking, yeah, but one of them's gay as all hell though. But Okay. <laughs> But see, that's like, that's how my papa was, dude. I'm like, I know that shit didn't hit for him, but right. like, but he, but he did, did it. it. You know what I yeah. mean? It got him that anyway and just sort of rolled with it. And that's sort of always how he was about Uncle Tim's gayness, you know? And, like, and let me he, tell you, he, he went with it, which, dude, for a, yep. somebody from the deep rural South, born in 1935, yep. like, that's pretty goddamn progressive (laughs) dude yes that's one of those situations where it's like look close enough you know what i Mm -hmm. mean close a fuck enough like yeah because like that could have gone several different ways and i feel like yeah we want everybody to be perfect in this world but i respect the shit out of your papa for that you know what i mean just being like look it ain't for me i think it's gay but if it's what the little queer wants yeah you know give it to a little queer gets yeah that's a fine dad. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And by the way, I didn't even think about that, but like, I wonder if Mattel was like knowledgeable at the time of like, cause you know, they say that they made the Ken doll because little girls had been writing in, Hey, Barbie needs, Barbie needs a, boyfriend. a boyfriend. But I wonder if they even expected, cause I have to imagine that like the gay community of boys was like, okay, sweet. This is for me. Like that had to be. I had never thought of it until Uncle Uncle Tim said that. But I mean, yeah, evidently. I mean, at least for him, you know, he was real into Malibu Ken. I, dude, that feels like they wouldn't have that conversation out loud in the boardroom. Not out loud. You know what I mean? Like, no, I don't think. And maybe they heard about it, and they're like, you know, there's some little boys getting these too. I'm sure they were like, oh, well, uh, all right, you know. You don't I, say what kind of little yeah. boys, huh? Like, but that's fine. They're, you know, their money spends the same, something like that, probably. Yeah, right. I don't think it was like a pitch. I think it was just a um, happy symptom, right? Mm-hmm. Sort of like, I, I don't know, but I, I, I don't know if the pitch for Playgirl was let's get dudes to buy these magazines and jack off to Burt Reynolds. Like it probably was like, yeah, we need something for the woman. And then come to find out women don't aren't animals like we are. So mm-hmm. most of the people buying their magazine was dudes jerking off to it. You know what I mean? And it's just like a happy accident. 
it really is illustrative of like the difference between men and women that like their main thing, of course, I know they'd be watching porn and stuff too, but like you said, they're not animals like us, but like that seemingly their go-to is like pros, like pros, porn, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh, like Amber. fiction, yeah. long form fiction is like a way to get your rocks off. Like, cause dude, to me, to any man, you know, it's like, that ain't it. You can't see no titties in there. Like, you know, what? <laughs> just, I'm just supposed to see the titties up here. Well, I'm not fucking 11 anymore. You know what I mean? Like been there, done that. I want to actually see the titties now. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to conjure some titties, <laughs> you know? Like, but they, yeah, Amber, she's like big into those, right? She she's reads them all the time. That. And I think, I think the reason, and I'm just now thinking this, this is my theory, is that for men, the things that hit for us actually exist so we can see them. <laughs> you know what I mean? But for a woman, yeah. in that order for man on the cover, front of the cover, like man, <laughs> that, he don't exist. Yeah, and right. They have to conjure something because yeah. it's not in their life. Like, yeah. Dude, it's so easy for me if I wanted to to beat it to my wife's titties, but she ain't rubbing one out to me. You know what I mean? I don't blame her. I don't fucking blame her. Like me and you talk. I, I told you this like several years ago. Like one time, my wife was going through her phone, and I saw she was in her notes, and I just saw like a bunch of names randomly, and it was like Jason Momoa, you know, fucking other dudes that I go Chris Pine, whatever. And I was like, Hey, what you got going on over there? And she's like. Oh, 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 this, this is my daddy list. And uh -huh. I was like, what? And she goes, yeah, I keep, in I keep a running list, and a lot of my friends do too, of their daddies. You know what I mean? When we see someone who becomes yeah. our daddy, we put them on the list. And, and I was just like, okay, uh, you know. And I was like, do you mind if I see it? And she was like, ah, yeah. And I scrolled through this motherfucker. And buddy, how long was it? Was it like multiple pages long? There's like, oh yeah, there was like fifty three daddies. Yeah, Pete Davidson was on there, of course. You know, word. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Amber and Amber's whole thing was no she's disrespect like, to Pete, dude. It's just such a wild thing to me. Like I, I, I don't. And Amber and I explained that. I go, I don't understand the whole thing about Pete Davidson. And she's like, you got to understand. I worked in a restaurant and there was like over the course of the year, several line cooks that I wish would choke me. You know what I mean? And Pete Davidson kind of looks like that. And I'm like, okay. So I'm scrolling through and I'm like, just please God, at least Jason Statham. I can pretend that maybe I can, <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause he balled. Like, yeah. Cause he balled. And I was like fucking Picard, anything. And like not one motherfucker on this list even <laughs> came close to looking to, like me. Or they've all got like luxurious, long, flowing locks. Yeah. They got man buns, ponytails, and all that shit. Just like Fabio haircuts. Like, yeah. No balds. No bald representation. No, no balds at all. And I bring all this up to her. And she's like, well, that don't mean anything. And I was like, Amber, yes. It, I was like, listen, I'm glad that you love me. But like, clearly, I'm not who you wanted to be with. Like, very <laughs> clearly, you settled. And, like, we had this long back-and-forth argument. I'm like, I'm not mad. I'm just like, could you just, you know, and finally she ends up going, she's like, do you want me to put fucking Will Sasso on the list? I'll fucking put Will Sasso on the list if you want me to. I'll Did she literally myself. say that? Yes. It's so goddamn funny. She's like, in like, our marriage, if you need yeah. me to finger-bang myself to old episodes of Mad TV, I'll fucking do it, okay? It's also funny that, like, she went, you know, that's such a great pull for like, yeah, yeah. You're like, nobody on here is even remotely like me. And she's like, fine. You want to put Will Sasso on there? Is that what you want? Yeah. 
Yeah, Barris from Game of Thrones. Can we put him in there? I've actually, <laughs> I've written I've written all this out for. That's funny. I've written. I'll probably use that. I've written all this out for the stage, and in the stage version, it'll be like, "Do you want me to finger fuck myself to Curly from the Street Streets too?" Yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it if it'll save our marriage. Yeah. Um, anyways, wow. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Where were we? Okay. So Barbie, she, her eyes. Yeah, her eyes. Yeah, yada, yada. So glamour was like coming really heavy back in the 70s. And so now they have a superstar Barbie. And superstar Barbie had a way bigger smile. She had way wider teeth. Her arms also bent so you could pose her. You know what I mean? She would just be Mm -hmm. like, like karate Barbie. I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, I bet they had karate Barbie. Yeah, they probably did. What if that was the first Asian barber that came out when they're doing like representation, you know what I mean? When they started doing the different races, they're like, and not to be left out, the Asian community, we have karate Barbie, right? Geisha Barbie. And Kinson. Yeah, yeah. Kinson. Uh, this specific one, uh, yeah, her arms bent. She was wearing disco stuff and all that shit. But around this time, Barbie's sales had started plummeting. So Mattel's Mattel stock was down. And all of a sudden, uh, there were these rumors of false reporting on the on in from Mattel's like business side. So there's an in- investigation into Mattel. So here's what was happening at this time: Mattel was also making Hot Wheels, right? So they Barbie is their Hell flagship yeah. bitch, but like Hot Wheels had become a thing. And dude, by the way, like in hindsight, thinking like the two markets that they fucking had cornered, it's unbelievable. Like. There's like to for me as a like you were you into Hot Wheels? Hell yeah, dude! I dude. loved Hot Wheels. That, also, there was a Hot Wheels. I think it was regular Nintendo. Is it regular Nintendo yeah. or maybe Super Nintendo? There was a Hot Wheels game. Yeah. Loved it, dude. Hot Wheels were the absolute shit. Like every year, my my uncle, uh, God rest his soul. Uh, as I've always said, though, he died doing what he loved, sitting in his chair holding a gun. And he, uh, he, every year he didn't have a lot of money. So he would always just get me like a couple hot wheels every year. And like, I'm looking back on it now thinking like, Oh, he got me those. Cause he didn't have a lot of money and each car wasn't that much. But like, I was so stoked every year to just get like one fucking Greg Biffle hot wheel or whatever. You know what I mean? Like they were so fucking cool. Like the tracks were awesome. So they got, yeah. They got me and you on that shit. They got the girls sidelined on Barbie. Like, dude, Mattel was printing money. See, what's wild is I never, I mean, I you covered this at the very beginning, but like, I always, Mattel's like a huge toy company, right? And I knew yeah. that, and I knew that they made Barbie and all this other shit too, but I never realized that like, they only exist because of Barbie. That me like either. Barbie, Barbie was the thing that founded the company. And it's like, right. It's wild that they had so many other things that hit so hard, kind of, yeah. because they could have just been like basically the Barbie company. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's a the dude that made te- the two guys that got Tetris made. Basically, they own a company called. Like, yeah, it's great. I thought it was great. Awesome. 
yeah, they've got a company now, present day, called the Tetris Company. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's a video game company with a full staff and everything, but they just do Tetris shit. Right. That's all they Tetris do. Tetris is their biggest hit. And they do plenty enough. You know what I mean? Like, they all, them two dudes is loaded. The company's fine. I'm saying, like, Mattel could have been that way with Barbie. Sure. Right. But the fact that they had all these other, like, fucking, you know, cultural phenomenon <laughs> toys or whatever it, along the way is pretty wild uh, and impressive on their part. Dude, they're like the James Cameron of fucking toys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, just when you thought I was done, billion dollars, bitch. Well, like I said, their stock was plummeting. And there's an investigation into them because... All the and this is what this is what had ended up happening because like their stock had plummeted, but all of a sudden the company was still like reporting these insane profits or whatever. So what was happening was this is around the time they were making Hot Wheels, and apparently Ruth Handler, remember her from mm-hmm. several episodes back, the founder of this, the inventor, what, yeah, the inventor. What she was doing was she was making these false order forms. Like, she was having them fill tractor trailers full of Hot Wheels and then just take them away from the factory and dump them in a fucking landfill somewhere. Because every time that they would leave the factory, they would get reported as, like, sold, going to somewhere, even though there was, like, nobody that was actually ordering them. They were just dumping them as a field, but the people, because she didn't want to let any of the, any of her minions in on it. So like they would just go, oh, this truck's getting, you know, it's going, okay, we put this many Hot Wheels or whatever. And they were getting reported as sold. Now I'm not like, that sounds like that wouldn't work to me, but I guess it did for a minute. Okay. And she, so she would then like create all these fake orders and fake bill of sales. And all it was doing was scamming the stockholders. Like the stockholders were just seeing the bill of sale. So the stock was getting, uh, what's the word here? Um, uh, the stock was, it was fictitiously going up. Like it was in the mind of the stockholder, everything was fine, even though it was improperly inflated. So there's a federal investigation going on. Stockholders are filing class action lawsuits. And then this forced Ruth and Elliot to resign from the company uh, that they had started, which I I don't know. When was the first time you ever heard of some shit like that happening? Cause I remember like, I can't remember what company it was, but I remember the founder, like, he, I saw that they, oh, dude, honestly, it might have been Papa John's for me because this is how stupid I was when Papa yeah. John had to step down. And I was like, but, but, but he Papa John, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he Papa John. And ain't that and it's crazy? Called that, like, John's. It's called Papa John. It's called Papa John. It's called Papa Shacks. So, you know? how, and that's just the crazy shit about like when a company truly takes on a life of its own that like it doesn't well, matter like even if you're the creator it's like it doesn't matter anymore well when you go you know when they get big enough to go public or whatever right and that's why like some company i couldn't give you any off the top of my head but i know there's some like private. well-known brands well-known brands very successful that like manage to stay private and that's a big reason why because when you go public like you're susceptible to shit like that hostile takeovers or whatever like there's going to be a board and like yeah you can get kicked out of the company you founded i thought that Ruth, has the um, facebook stayed private Meta, Meta still private? Meta, are I think they? It is. I could be wrong, but they I they definitely think paid is. people in stock early on. But that doesn't mean necessarily that it's a publicly traded right. company. I I don't know. I can't remember. Uh, but I thought that Ruth got into some like uh, I I get this is like stock. This is like um, what's the it, 
is this insider count as insider trading? trading? This is Probably, some stock yeah. fuckery that they're yeah. doing. But I thought she also had some tax fuckery that she got into serious trouble with. She probably does, and it's probably down in my notes here somewhere <laughs> that I made. They four make weeks a joke ago. about it in uh, in the movie. In the and movie? I was I was reading oh, wow. in the, I was reading in the Reddit conversation about the movie. Somebody said something about like I was surprised that they mentioned Ruth's tax issues with the IRS or whatever. That is know. crazy, but they did. Well, she gets indicted by a grand jury on counts of fraud and false reporting. She was fined and sentenced to only community service. Like, even though she has committed this crime that is way worse than stealing a loaf of bread from a grocery store that would land me or you in actual jail, <laughs> she gets uh, community service. So now, for the first time in the company's history, Barbie is being ran exclusively by men, Trey. That's right. Huh? Yeah, I know. You know they were trying to figure that out from the jump. They were like, if we, you know, they're like, listen, we know there's only this one, but if we can get her ass out of here, we really got something going. <laughs> really start hitting. <laughs> really start hitting. Yeah, I, I looked it up by the way. Facebook uh, went public in 2012. That was when okay. IPO was, and it is one of the ten largest publicly traded companies in the world. Okay, I figured I was wrong on that. Um, so Trey. <laughs> Barbie is so great. Barbie is now, for the first time in the company company's history, being ran by men. What do you think, what do you think their first order of business is? Uh, give her bigger titties. <laughs> okay, yes, but like it's really even more, yes, but it's even more hilarious than that. It's even more hilarious than that. They created a doll that had a twisting arm yeah. that you could twist up, and when you twisted it, her, her titties got bigger. So yeah. it's actually worse than what you said. It's not just giving her bigger titties, and now that's yeah. going off on the line. It's you can make her titties bigger. Yeah, yeah. I I got to that that like. I don't think this is why I said I was just I'd be funny to say give her. I didn't know th that that was the actual answer, but that uh, that doll also briefly shows up in the movie. God damn it! I got to see this fucking movie. Yeah. yeah. So after this happens, there was a lot of public backlash, and they immediately put a woman back in charge of Barbie. They were like, "Whoa, all right, we oh, gave really." Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of surprised that they like I, actually learned that lesson or whatever. I am too, like, dude, but they fucking did. So I would have expected them to just run the thing into the fucking ground yeah, before yeah. they would admit we got to get a woman back in there. But give her a tighter pussy. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like first things first. It's a pussy now. All right, that, that's that's day one, page one. All right. No more you of this. No more of this sheer plastic, whatever the fuck that is. Like putting a pussy in a butt. That's all right. Number one. <laughs> you made to tell me this, You made yeah. tell me this bitch ain't had a butthole for forty years. Right. Get Greg in here. Is yeah. where's Jack Ryan at? Is he dead? Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Make her mouth open, but not for talking. <laughs> like we're not putting a talking thing on her. All right. No string where she could talk, but her mouth does come open though. You know. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. It's uh. <laughs> And we're gonna need uh we're gonna need the Ken doll to be able to make a fist. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously gotta have nipples. Total side note, did you know you know you know Coco the monkey, right? Coco the gorilla, the Oh, I love Coco. Coco the signing gorilla. Yeah. That you loved, know, she, uh, loved Robin Williams. Did you know she was uh super into nipples and was always wanting people to show her titties? Show her their titties. Get out of here. Yeah. Like, women like, are men. Coco, 
titties, Coco, titties, show, 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 yeah. titties, Coco, right? And uh, the main researcher or owner or lead scientist or whatever the case may be with Coco, like the main one was a woman, but she got in trouble because she made other underlings, like interns and researchers. She was like, <laughs> she was like, show that monkey your titties. God damn it. You want to keep this job? Do you want to keep this job? Show that monkey your titties right now. And, uh, <laughs> and she got like sued for that. <laughs> Attention fantasy football fanatics as draft season approaches. Don't neglect the most important draft pick of all, your game balls, baby. We all know how injuries can ruin a season, so let Manscaped take care of that Reggie Bush of yours with their skin-safe technology. This should guarantee you have a smooth ride to the playoffs. The leaders in the -the below-the-waist grooming have created a championship lineup with their performance package 4.0, and it's time for you to do the same. Join the 9 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for kickoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code POA. All right? Listen, y'all have heard me talk about Manscaped for a long time. It keeps my balls smelling good. It keeps my beard nice and trim, which I need because I got big old puffy cheeks and I have to fake a jawline, and I'm able to do that with all the awesome products from my friends at Manscaped. Inside their Performance Package 4.0, by the way, you're going to find the Lawn Mower, the Weed Whacker, the Ear, Nose, and Hair Trimmer, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, which is probably my favorite thing, the Crop Reviver, the Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, which I'm wearing right now and are super comfortable and a travel bag slotted at quarterback we've got the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer this spaceship is here to guide you on a journey to trim your body balls and even your a gap yeah by the way you got to get down in that i believe we call it the gooch uh-huh well you got to do that stuff lawnmower 4.0 also has a 4000k led spotlight that's brighter than bryce young's future in the end zone hey oh that's right because you know sometimes i gotta do a little trimming uh, in, in the bathroom at, at night, you know, trying not to wake my wife up. I need that big old, you know, pointy flashlighty thing. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof, uses 9,000 RPM motor, motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. You ain't going to have no ear and nose hair after this thing. If I'm, at my age, when you turn into a dad, it immediately starts sprouting. So you're going to have to get get with it. I'm telling you, guys, if you don't have nose hair right now, go ahead and get it because you will in a couple weeks. As soon as you start thinking about it, here they come. And don't forget to put the crop reserver on them balls. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code POA at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code POA at manscaped.com. It's time to put the PP back in PPR and get a grip on your pigskin this season with Manscaped. No more nicks and cuts on your dicks and butts. And we're back. We are. Um, sorry. We had a little bit of technical difficulties. Yeah. We were like, from their perspective, it's just, you know, immediate. Like, that's true. But we were laughing. But I'm we're certain like, that we were in the I middle said, of something. And now we're going you know? right off into something else. So, yeah. I want to make sure everybody knows that, uh, you know, so, because I'm sure I had another joke about monkey titties mm-hmm. that I didn't get to tell <laughs> because that was really, really hitting for me. Anyways, Trey, in the 80s, uh, Mattel heard a rumor that Hasbro, this competing doll company, I'm sure you've heard of, was going yeah. to come out with a competing doll. So they formed what they called the Pink Berets. This is Mattel. They formed the Pink Berets, which was a task force designed to stop any 
competitors. They had picked up this intel that the doll Hasbro was coming out with was going to be a female rock star. So they put their team in charge of getting a Barbie rock star together to beat them to the market. And it would normally take them like 18 months to develop a single Barbie, but they only had four months to do it. And they did it and they pulled it off and they got rock star Barbie out there and they did it before Hasbro released theirs. So when they do this, Hasbro still comes out with their doll because they'd been working on it for a long time. But the word around the street and the perception from everybody was like, look at Hasbro copying Barbie. What a bunch of dicks. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. There had to be some like corporate espionage or something there going was. on there for, for Barb, for Mattel to even find that out. I'm sure Hasbro didn't like want them to know that or whatever. You know not. what I mean? Like they had to like corporate espionage is a wild thing to make. There's a, I think it's called Duplicity. You ever seen that movie Duplicity with Clive Owen? Man, I don't think I have, but it's definitely one that I think I should have seen. It's about corporate espionage and the big golden goose, the brand, the product in the middle of it that they're all vying to like figure out the secret to or whatever is a cure for baldness. So I thought it might hit for you <laughs> or super not hit for you, one or the other. You know what I mean? But yeah. They've got the cure. I just can't afford it. Like, dude. Like, I, I, I can't tell you how many times a day I think about this. Like, I know that well, there that are... That movie's like 15 years old, for the record. But anyway, go ahead. I can't tell you how many times I think about this. Like, obviously, there are bald men in Hollywood, sure. Uh -huh. But if you think about the percentage of dudes that actually go bald in the world versus the percentage of leading mans who go bald, leading men seem to never go bald, which means, you know, that like that their hair, like that hair plug shit has been around for a long time. And that like so many of these dudes are getting fucking wonderful hair plugs. Cause we're always meant to believe that like, Oh, you can tell when it's hair plugs, but it's like, dude, there's so many famous actors that have hair plugs that you don't know because that shit's never getting out there. And I'm just so upset that I didn't start hitting, uh, before, like before I had to month, like I need the money to get the, the hitting plugs. Cause when you get the unhitting plugs, everybody's like, Oh wow. But there's clearly some of them where like nobody knows. Yeah, they used to, like, back in the day, too, they would, it would always be rumored so-and-so wears a toupee or whatever else, because, like, in Hollywood, you know, it, I mean, that, too, like, wigs or toupees or stuff, the like, yeah. the, like, hardcore kind that they basically sew to your goddamn head or whatever, yeah. like, however that works, like, they got them, too, and they're, like, you can't tell by looking at those either, like, the truly hidden ones, you know, yeah. they look like real hair also. And I do, it does make me respect, like, Sean Connery, who was like a sex symbol who clearly had access to all that stuff, but was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm bald. What are you going to do? Mm -hmm. Like I, I do like, there's part of me yeah. that's just like, fuck yeah, man. Be true. Yeah. She'll still shook it. Yeah. <laughs> Once I punch her. She's going to do not shook it. <laughs> I'm uh, Sean I Connery. To, I need to do an episode on, Oh, I need to do an episode on James Bond. That's what I need to do. Anyways, mm -hmm. That corporate corporate espionage, I assume that, yeah, what happened was, like, these pink berets or whatever, they found out, like, okay, who's working at Hasbro on the lower level that knows about this stuff? And, like, they went and, like, paid them some money, like, give us all the intel on all this shit. Like, when's it coming out? When's the, You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. there were some people that, like, compromised their job but probably took, like, a couple thousand dollar payoff from fucking Mattel, I guess. 
And uh, yeah, that's yeah. well around this time, sales start to skyrocket because their bot their rock star doll comes out and crushes everything. Whereas, um, so here's how big sales were going before this rock star Barbie came out, and before this era, the average American girl used to only have one Barbie doll. How much do you think in the 80s that the average girl had? How many Barbie dolls? Four. Eight. So Damn. They Dude, have the 80s, man. Just the excess of the 80s or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like that's so 80s, I feel like. Where it's like it was everything in the 80s was like more, more, and bigger, yes. and bigger, and consume, consume, and all that shit, you know? Was I right? A time Is of one- plenty. Is one to eight? Is that quintupled? No, quintuple would be five times. Uh, what's the, uh, I don't octuple. Octuple, yeah, yeah, octupled. So now Mattel is a Fortune 500 company, and Jill Berard was named the CEO shortly after this. And she thought, you know what, man? Let's let bygones be bygones. Let's fucking bring Ruth Handler back to visit Mattel in celebration. They're just gonna have her come back right um right around this time jack ryan you remember jack ryan the dude with the moat mm-hmm. uh he had a stroke and then he killed himself right Don't so hurt. after he died after he died ruth started running around and telling everybody that she was actually the one that designed the barbie and came up with everything and she and she also just like then refused to talk about jack ryan like people would bring him up and she's like no i don't want to talk about him by the way i'm the one that came up with everything i'm the one that designed everything and what i want to know is like how does she how can she say that and then also go, okay, well, then what did he do there? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what was yeah. it? So what was it that this motherfucker did? Well, it's like we talked about last week. Like, he was all that trouble and everything. Like, they couldn't, like, it was, it seemed as though they, like, couldn't get rid of him for a while. And we kept saying, like, you know, I feel like once you're up and running, I feel like you right. can probably replace his production sure. and with something, somebody you pay way less money to. And I feel like the fact that he finally did get, you know, uh, kicked, you know, he did get dealt with or whatever. Like by this point in the timeline in the eighties, he ain't been there in a long time. Right. And they're hitting super hard. Right. Right. So like, clearly that was true. You know what I mean? Like right. once they had like the brand established or whatever, you know, I didn't really need old Jack around anymore. I know they That's probably why he killed himself. I, yeah, for sure. I know they didn't need him anymore, but my point is, is like her basically trying to act like he never had any contributions whatsoever. That makes me as a reporter want to ask the question, well, then why did you give him 1.5% of everything if he didn't do shit? Like two of these things can't be true at the same time. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Steve Jobs kind of do that to old Wozniak or whatever. Yeah, I think he did. I think he did, and everybody. But there again, I mean, people, everybody like knows that now. Right. You know what I mean? Like they know that Wozniak was like integral to the success of it, or whatever. But anyway, I guess with these people, they're just like they're just stroking their ego, and they're like, people are going to believe what they want to believe, and fuck the facts. I just say a thing. It also, don't bro, Elon Musk, like, yeah. there's a person like that at every goddamn company he has, and I don't know their yeah. names, and you don't know their names, and nobody knows their names, right? Like. Well, I mean, at Tesla, at SpaceX, at whatever. At tw- well, at Twitter, everybody know, you know they know who that was. They know you know they know. But like other than other than that, like you know somebody else like 
he ain't come up with Tesla. Like somebody right. else came he up with Tesla. Up with any of it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So people don't know that. And they don't know the person, the people who did actually come up with this shit. And he like gets credit for all of it. Well, just you like know? them tinky, so. the Tinky Winky brothers from Facebook or whatever. Yeah, the Winkleboss Winkle twins. Winkleboss twins. Tinky Winky brothers, yeah. Tinky, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, like, dude, I, I don't know how much of the social network is what actually happened there, but I, I just rewatched the social network just like last month on a plane. Fucking love that movie. Smash. But, uh, uh, I don't know how much of a thing they really, you know, like his old roommate, Eduardo Saverin, the guy that yeah. Andrew Garfield played, mm-hmm. that guy, yeah. Like that guy was like there from the beginning and helping with it and all that. But the Winklevoss is like, they basically just hired him to do a similar thing after he already had started with Facebook and he kind of strung them along and didn't do their thing and created Facebook instead. And they were like, that's bullshit. He's supposed to be doing our thing, but he wasn't. And he, you know, in the movie, he like rips on their project. I can't remember what it was called. He was like, that shit wasn't ever going to work. Y'all dumb. I hit. You don't hit. Huh? Was that no, hot or no. not? Was that their thing? No, no, no. It wasn't hot or not. It w- it wasn't something that you've heard of. I don't think it ever came right. to fruition. They still got money though in that settlement, and so not like they needed it. But anyway, that's neither here I'm just nor there. Realizing Andrew Garfield played a motherfucker named Eduardo Saverin. That- yeah, I know. I I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I thought that while watching it too. Uh, the second time, I was like, "Was this dude really Andrew Garfield esque? Because like that's his name." And then, oh, yeah, right. I don't, be a wild like, name andrew garfield bro. maybe there's something about him i don't know but he don't seem like a fucking eduardo and i thought uh-uh. that at that point in cinema we were like at the yeah we were caring about that like, yeah. yeah i thought that we were at the point of caring about that you know what i mean and by the way like it's not like there aren't uh hispanic actors who fucking smash you know what i'm saying like yeah dude the real guys is, is brazilian but but to be fair brazilian, i just looked him up white. I just looked him up, and uh, I mean, he looks pretty white. And yeah, you know, Brazil, they got white people in Brazil too. They so do. I get, maybe, maybe he's just a he's just a Brazilian cracker, I guess. Right. Because I mean, yeah, this dude, you would never think this dude is a Latin lover or an ethnic anything just from like looking at his picture. Bro, you just but. said Brazilian crackers, and I got so hungry. That sounds <laughs> amazing. So in the nineties, by the way. Uh, comes the best-selling Barbie doll of all time, which I would have thought was the Malibu Barbie, but apparently I'm wrong. The uh, the best-selling Barbie of all time is called Totally Hair Barbie, which is sort of like a like Rapunzel gimmick. It's yeah, just yeah. Barbie that has hair all the way past her ass. Do you remember I this remember, one? I do remember it. I remember it. I believe Paige had one of those, uh, if I'm not mistaken. I remember that being a thing, though. You said it's in the 90s, right? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I don't think I remember that, but and which is weird because my sister fucked with Barbie's heavies. Uh, but because this was the '90s, the hair was like very crimped, and it also came with a little hair gel that you could put in your Barbie's hair, which seems like a hazard to me. But it did. It came with this little gel that you could sort of something about Mary, you know, her hair yeah. up or whatever. Uh, after this, they decided to give Barbie a facelift once again, and they hired fashion designer. Bob Mackey to do it. You know Bob Mackey, don't you? Uh, sounds familiar. Who's Bob Mackey? Fashion designer? Yeah, man, I was really hoping you knew. Because uh-uh. <laughs> I've heard the name Bob Mackey, but I was really hoping you'd be like, oh, yeah, that guy that did this. Because I, 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 he's one of those dudes that, like, I just know. Oh, so I'm, you don't know either? No, 
no, no, <laughs> what the fuck? no, I was, because it, well, it is definitely one of those names for yeah, sure. Well, like, when I was doing my notes, I was like, oh, I should probably, uh, look more about Bob Mackie up. But I was like, I know that this dude is a thing and I've seen his name over everything. And I was like, oh dude, trail no. And then he'll say something and that'll remind me. And then, no. it, yeah, it, it just didn't happen. Well, he wanted her to look more elegant. Uh, and so what he did was he closed her mouth. That's all he did. She was at one point this like what? Barbie and he her mouth was open. Her mouth. Well, yeah, she was smiling. She, her, her mouth used to be open and she smiled like and with, teeth. with teeth. Yeah. Just, yeah, just yeah. like, yeah, yeah, like, not, okay. oh. yeah, right. Yeah. But Bob Mackie, the fashion designer knew like, he was like, Hey guys, you know what men really love in a woman? Uh, uh, shut mouth. Yeah, right. <laughs> her fucking mouth. And it was a hit. Uh, so around this time, there was a lot of controversy because there was a talking Barbie and one of her signature catchphrases was, <laughs> I forgot about it. These notes are four weeks old. <laughs> one of her, <laughs> there was a lot of controversy because one of her signature catchphrases was, Math is tough. <laughs> <laughs> and people were upset that this perpetuated a stereotype that blondes were stupid. Yeah. Uh, well, they got through all this and Barbie uh, uh, remained the number one selling girls doll. And that is until, do you remember the Bratz dolls? Oh, yeah. I do mm -hmm. too, but I never knew that they used Bet you they'll her. have a goddamn movie before long. <laughs> I can't believe they haven't, honestly, especially after reading. I think reading. they had a TV show, I think, like yeah, a kid's that might show. Be but anyway, but anyway, go ahead. After hearing this, that like they're the ones that finally usurp Barbie by taking 40% share of the fashion doll market, which is fucking insane because, like, you know, in the 90s, there were obviously the Barbie's the one you remember and Brad's the one you remember, but there were a ton of other, you know, Gemma this and fucking Nicole that or whatever. But they've got a Bratz has a 40 percent um, share. So the image that Bratz was perpetuating was that it was for the older girl and Barbie was for the younger girl. And Bratz were also ethnically ambiguous, whereas Barbie had always been white. They had a black Barbie. But it was very much not really marketed and one of those things that they just put beside the white Barbie that was just like, Bro, if you're black, get this one. In the 90s still? Yeah. That's wild. And my, I thought that they'd always had, not always, but I thought they'd had like multicolored Barbies for a long time. I didn't realize it was that recent of a thing. I think the point just happened here, in the 90s. I think the point here is that Bratz was like actually marketing them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas like Barbie, from what I can gather, was like they had a black Barbie, but they didn't like make a big show of it. They just like, hey, make that one, but make it darker and then put it beside that Barbie so the black kids will buy it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like it wasn't necessarily in the commercial, or, but Bratz was like, you know, Brat's like, we got a fucking, you know, Chica down at the bodega. Fucking. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean? She'll whip your ass, Holmes. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> Chica <laughs> down at the bodega. You know what I'm saying? Brat's was doing all that shit. Uh, <laughs> so Barbie responds by coming out with a new line of dolls called Flavors, uh, which was a very much, it was like a hip hop vanilla ice style barbie you know what yeah. i mean like she had a catchphrase like she would just go you know it you know mm -hmm. what i mean but she was still a white bitch yeah yeah that ain't it 
So it turns out that the designer of Bratz, a man named Carter Bryant, had actually been an employee of Mattel. So because of that, they basically argue that while he's an employee of Mattel, his intellectual property belonged to them. And because of that, they owned Bratz, right? Yeah. This well, is when did he, I mean, when did he come up with it? If he, if he, if he came up with it while he was working for Mattel, I feel like, I think that's like, that's normally how that works, which I, I don't, I'm not saying that hits for me, but I'm just saying that's the way it is normally. I agree, but I'm certain that he didn't, I'm certain that when he said it, he was like, no, it was after, you yeah, know what I mean? Right. Like, you can't, yeah. like, that's the thing about intellectual property is like, if this happens in your brain, you can't prove when it happened in your brain. Cause like, I'm with you. Like the, you, they make you sign all these fucking contracts and shit, but it's like, I, I don't know. Like that sucks. Like, I, like, if that happened to me, like, hypothetically, I was, let's say I was working for Pixar or something, and I'm just, like, a, a story editor or some shit, and while I'm working at Pixar, it just happens to be during this time, I come up with this great idea for this animated story, Pixar fires me, and then five years later, I do this story, and they're just like, we can prove that in your brain, that happened when you were sitting at our desk, you know what I mean? And you're like... They have such powerful lawyers that I don't, so I'm gonna lose this. So like I'm ne like yeah, I was never gonna win. Well, it does, I mean, this doesn't matter, but I feel like with Pixar, it's a little because at Pixar, it's like you. I mean, how, what else you gonna do? Like you, right. you, you know what I mean? Like you come up with a cartoon for them to make, and you hope they'll let you. If not direct, maybe you know, if you don't get to direct this one, you'll direct the one after that. You know what I'm saying? Like right. you're making it to give to them there. Whereas with this, I'm sure he was like, I got a thing that I think is going to hit you know there there's stuff they're not doing here at mattel that i know would hit we got to go after the chicas at the bodegas for right? that's what we got to right. do and uh i guess he left at some point like i mean he took yeah. took a real shot at it because that's pretty uh pretty ballsy really yeah well the court battle it was super dramatic and ownership of brats actually passed back and forth uh from uh mga which was the brats corporate entity to mattel for the next eight years like every year it would just like switch back and forth like we got it you got it we got it you got it in 2013 however the courts finally ruled in favor of mga which was the bratz corporation but bratz had spent literally all of their money fighting these legal battles so they went out of business uh because the legal fees just killed them and so in 2016 barbies launched barbie fashionistas and these barbies come in different heights different shapes don't hit different ethnicities, <laughs> different hair color, yada, yada, yada. And Trey, I'm about to tell you something that's going to shock the shit out of you. They didn't really sell that well. I was, <laughs> I was, I was going to say well, the fat ones didn't sell. Is that what you're going to tell me? No, that was uh, it. And by the way, none of those. So they didn't sell really that well. They were like, we don't want the Barbie dumpling. That mm -hmm. ain't it. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, by the way, that's it. We're fucking done with Barbie. We can move on that? to something else. Yeehaw, we made it. Let's yeah. make it. What do you want to talk about, buddy? Well, I'm well. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think we started. Uh, I think we're about five minutes away from an hour, and I don't know I, if I want to like. We normally go for an hour and thirty, though, buddy. And I don't like. No, being we don't. Not lately. We haven't been. At every single one of our episodes is an hour and thirty minutes. Well, maybe we've been starting earlier because, like, because on Monday nights, which is when we're recording this right now, I know that I'm always trying to get done at nine thirty your time because okay. that's when the boys get back from karate. And I've done that for like the past two weeks in a row. So maybe okay. we just actually started earlier and didn't have to stop or whatever. But well, uh, I'm also not counting airmail, which we need to get to. 
Uh, yeah, well, fun I meant, uh, yeah, that's what I was no, saying. That's on me. That's on me. I was just excited. I was excited to be done and we normally shift and I'm all, like my favorite part of the show because I'm a, like, you're one of my favorite comedians, Trey. I love you. Like I, you know, we're not just best buddies. Like you're also one of my favorite comedians. So like, I love when you tell me things and you hit for me. So like, I'm always excited to get to that. And I've never, I don't know if I've ever gone first on this show. Well, I got I got one thing I'll tell you because it probably wouldn't take too long anyway, and it's not. Uh, I think it is on brand for the show, but not because of the uh, actual branding of the show. If okay. that makes sense, it has nothing to do with fancy people. But I still argue it's somewhat related because of other uh, running jokes we've had. Uh, do you know what statistically the most uh, murderous mammal on Earth is? Is it squirrels? No, it's not squirrels. <laughs> but okay. I feel like they're squirrel esque. Okay, in okay, my okay. opinion, they're squirrel esque. So I'm thinking of things that like are squirrel. People there. definitely think they're cute. Guinea people pits? think they're no. Okay, um, uh, marmots. Now, what is a marmot exactly? I have no fucking idea. Right. Yeah, I don't aren't even they weaselly? Aren't they yeah, kind of a weaselly thing? Ferrets? Sort of, sort of. It's a uh, meerkats. Oh. Meerkat. Dude, Mere do you remember Meerkat Manor? That show fucking rocked dicks. See, I actually never watched Meerkat Manor, but I do oh, remember funny. it, and I know it was big. Yeah, like, that hit for people. Uh, like I said, people love Meerkats. Oh, they're precious or whatever else. They're literally the most murderous mammal on Earth. 20% <laughs> of all Meerkats are violently killed by another Meerkat. Most commonly, their mother, sister, or aunt, aunt, aunt Meerkat, uh, takes them out because they're it's like they're matriarchal and fiercely competitive. And so like they all the time, they stay killing each other's babies, dude. Like that's like all they do is kill each other's babies. And like they got the head bitch in charge. Right. And like <laughs> she's allowed to have babies. Right. <laughs> Nobody else allowed to have babies. What? So if, yeah, if you some like, you know, if you some secondary meerkat, uh, hold and, if you get pregnant, you have babies, the HBIC, she going to kill your babies for show. And then maybe kill you, the if not at least charge. whoop your ass and banish you and whatever else. What'd you say? The HBIC, the head bitch in charge. Yeah. <laughs> That's word. Like I thought yeah. that all, I thought that all animals like operated under the understood thing of like, we need more of us. You know what I mean? Like, not if it ain't coming from uh, the Queen's mere pussy. Yeah. <laughs> the head bitch in chart. That's crazy. Yeah. So I'm just saying, it, obviously, I know I don't have to spell this out, but I'm still going to. The reason it's relevant to us is because I feel like this is a perfect example of like you and your people, right? Mm -hmm. Acting like nature be sweet no. and cute and sing song and not, stuff when you look at these like precious little animals like this you're like look right, at look how sweet okay and in reality they're bloodthirsty monsters do you want to do this are. right now do you want to <laughs> fucking do this right now because trey no nature is not some fucking disney movie but you know what else isn't fucking human existence all right we are treated that bullshittably all right. We have people who are having their babies ripped away from them all the goddamn time. My point is, don't you think that I shut the fuck up, Trey? Don't you think that that mama meerkat that the HBIC head bitch in charge meerkat comes and murders their baby? Don't feel like I wish you ordinary had done that motherfucker.
Don't so, you think there's love in hard times? Have you never been to Appalachia? Not amongst meerkats. I mean, like, I, like <laughs> clearly, they don't believe in love. Obviously, they can't. They lack the capacity. But no, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, don't believe people in love. Like, You're talking people, about, like, these are the fucking Bezoses of the world, the head bitch meerkat. Sure. People, like, people act like that. They're like, you know, we look at what we do to each other. Look at how we treat each other and way humans are. And it's like, you know, animals don't have this kind of pettiness and all this type of shit. You know what I mean? It's right. like, we're the, we're the truly fucked up ones or whatever else. And it's like, no, that like, you, do we do shit like that too? Yes, we do. It's a huge fucking deal when somebody does some shit like that. And if 20% of the population, if 20% of the human population, one in five people, was operating the way meerkats do or whatever, like, dude, it'd be Mad Max out here. Like, we're nowhere near as fucking violent and and sorry as hell as meerkats are. Meerkats are just one example. Like One day. One fucking day, brother. I mean, yeah, we will you be know. there. We could get there, but yeah. Well, the I argument thought, you started to make was like, it's not just us, it's also them. And I would like to say, yeah, I agree. I'm saying that we're fucking you know it's similar us and them you know what i mean i just still think that love can operate in that world however i mean you do bring some harrowing statistics to my point of view <laughs> <laughs> yeah harrowing right. indeed let's do some fucking airmail all right subject line trey's quote bunch of shows one shirt tour <laughs> yes, uh, this is from Sabra and Donnie who say yeah, yeah say yeah, it's, it, yes, it's okay to say our names. In fact, that would really hit for us. Uh Donnie says the logo on my hoodie is the Project Rock logo that Under Armour uses on the Dwayne Johnson stuff. Our names are Donnie and Sabra and then in parentheses spelled out Sabra Martin <laughs> Martins. I I agree that it's a nice shirt. But he should have some other colors. I've attached the pictures from the three shows, Columbia, Missouri, Little Rock, Arkansas, and Kansas City, Missouri. All right, so let's show everybody. There's wait, where is it? There's the first show. <laughs> there's the second show. And there's the third show. And by the way, just in case you thought we were done, I got a follow-up email from Sabra, Sabra and Donnie. I left something out of my previous email. I've come to realize that Trey is correct about my red nakedness, if that is a word. The day after his show at the Kansas City Improv, we were headed to a home, a home free show at a county fair. Parentheses sleeveless pearl snap has entered the chat. <laughs> we, we were delayed because there was a tree laying across the road, and I had to get my tractor out to move it so we could get through. I am what I am. I may as well own it. Thanks again, Donnie Mertens. Donnie Mertens? Mertens. I, said, I didn't know his last name. That's a good one. Yeah, that is pretty sweet, huh? So, yeah. Subject line, get it together, Trey. Oh, God. Yep. <clears throat> Howdy, boys. While I'm not saying Trey is completely wrong about radiation being the reason you can't eat the wildlife in Oak Ridge, I am also not not saying that. There is also mercury. 
There was a bunch of mercury let out into the waterways during the Manhattan Project era that in turn got into the aquatic life, who is, <clears throat> who is then ate by the land creatures moving on up the food chain to Bambi's mama. Reason I know this is because I spent hot summers collecting bugs in Oak Ridge. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I know this is because I spent summers, hot summers, collecting bugs in Oak Ridge, researching it for my master's thesis. I have attached a link to it if either of you are looking for a fun read. Don't worry, I will keep listening to the podcast, even though, even if Trey continues to be wrong about things. XOXO Chelsea. P.S. I recently recorded a podcast interview. And when they asked what I had been reading lately, I told them the liberal redneck manifesto. Sadly, I forgot to mention the new book coming out, but hey, free publicity is free publicity. Thank you, Chelsea. Yeah, we appreciate it. Also, like, <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, it's not like it's that far off what I'm I said. Sure. I'm you, with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, the point was that it ain't safe to eat the wildlife around there yeah. because of Manhattan Project fuckery. The fact that it's like it's not technically the radiation, it's the mercury <laughs> is like it's kind of splitting hairs or splitting atoms, as the case may be. Buddy, you know? don't you for one second think that a woman with a thesis is going to make me disagree with you, a man? <laughs> I will <laughs> never. <laughs> Subject line, Oak Ridge. <clears throat> Hey guys, longtime listener, originally from Bristol, Tennessee, now in Western Massachusetts. Having gone to UT, I got to know Oak Ridge. Two additional reasons for the choice of Oak Ridge was because of the geography of Oak Ridge, i.e. Mm -hmm. the mountains and valleys create a ripple which they believe would contain nuclear fallout if an accident <laughs> happened. Additionally, the most important reason of all, TVA, the Tennessee Valley Authority, Splitting atoms requires a shit ton of electricity, and they needed access to it. I believe it's the Loudon Dam or whatever dams near there provided a huge amount of hydroelectricity, which they could harness to split atoms. It was the it was the only place that on, it was the only place like that on the East Coast with low population density, the mountain chain, and a shit ton of electricity. Keep up the great work. I look forward to your shows every week. Well, thank you. And that, yeah, see, there you go. That's, That's good, good uh, additional information. Yes, that, indeed that it is was. Good. That is good additional information. Well, Trey, that's all I got on the airmail this week that we've got time for. I really appreciate everybody. Oh, oh man, I got a new button on my soundboard that I didn't get to break out today. Listen here. Fancy. 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 Yeah. Fancy. I, I'm gonna Where, what's that from? I that don't from know. Something? I have I have a subscription to this like stock audio thing, and that was I just typed in fancy, and it was just British guy going fancy. fancy. Yeah. But I think I'm going to save it for when you say something really fancy, and just be like fancy. Eh? What else you got over there? Well, there we mm -hmm. go. Of course, a, a fart. Well, of course, there's that. Yeah, yeah. You got to have that. I've also got to say something funny. Fart. Yeah, yeah, you know, we got that, and then uh, I don't know that we'll ever use this, but uh, if one of our emails don't hit, <laughs> or or I think rather, if we get one of our more typical well-read emails, I will go. <laughs> I'm so, 
I'm not complaining because it's not that I want you to go overboard with it or nothing, I but I am kind of surprised that I haven't done it, that you haven't used it more. Cause that's like such a you toy to have. Yeah. And I figured you'd just be sitting there just waiting for any excuse to use any of them the whole time. No, you know, number, number one, I really get engaged with our conversations and I'm yeah. not really thinking about it. You know what I mean? But number two, I'm a professional. I don't want to go overboard on it. I like to try to wait whether for there to be like a really good moment like that you know what i mean <laughs> hey hey we trey give us your plugs pal oh yeah treycrowder.com i'm in uh, burlington vermont tonight and tomorrow night uh and then i got a little bit of time off from the road and then uh, after that i'm in texas and a big ass ohio run and a whole bunch of places after that so go treycrowder.com come and see me pre-order our book we're gonna put a link in the uh description there so it's easy for you to find but, but you can also find it on tracrowder.com a link to it around here and over yonder it's a funny ass travel book and if uh, if we hit for you then it'll hit for you so you should check it out and you can watch or listen to weekly skews with me and smart mark ag that's politics talk you get it wherever yeah. you get your podcast or watch it live on my pages every tuesday at 5 p.m pacific time yeah, and I guest I guest host from time to time as the official Georgia correspondent. We have a wonderful time on uh, weekly skews. And yeah, as Trey said, get our book round here and over yonder. I'm just gonna say it; it's fucking hilarious. Normally, we try to be like humble about everything, but like, dude, it's fucking real funny. I've had to reread it to do the audio, yeah. and it's fucking hilarious. And I'm speaking of like. I would say that about my own stuff, but I got to read a lot of your stuff, and, like, I was dying. I had to do so many different takes. It's such a fucking funny book. Um, as for me, I'm not really on the road that much. Um, I will be at the Kennedy Center in October, but I can't remember the date, so maybe listen <laughs> maybe listen to the next episode to get the date from me. I'll be performing at the Kennedy Center. But other than that, while I'm at home, I'm at parttimefunnyman.com. I just started doing a new thing. Every Sunday, you get the Sunday sermon with Pastor Corey. Uh, these past couple weeks, I've been reading from the book. Uh, I've been reading about Instagram and social media 316. We We've been doing some sermons. We've been taking your prayer requests. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, Parttimefunnyman.com. You can get it for a cup of coffee a month. Not that big of a deal, and I would appreciate you. But other than that, I would like for everybody to stay fancy, motherfuckers. Nice. Here's Lydia Loveless. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Royalty and rednecks are alike. They both like cutting and picking fights. Biscuits and baked beans where they don't belong. Sit on down with Corey and Trey and learn some fancy shit today. We'll laugh a little even when they're wrong. They'll take you to a magical place where if you call someone a cut, nobody cares. They keep it debonair at putting on airs, putting on airs, putting on airs, putting on airs.
MLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lenders. Woo! As an adult, don't we all miss spring break? Nothing like taking a week off from all your responsibilities. Well, here's the next best thing for adults, a spring break from house payments. SaveWithConrad.com can help you get rid of all your credit card debt just like that. We're routinely helping our listeners save five, six, seven, even 800 bucks a month. And you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this, but check this out. No house payments for two months at SaveWithConrad.com. 